about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? Good. We're so efficient. Well, we're doing this later than usual. We got to get done so we can get back to the couch and watch the great food truck race. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, recording early because I'm going early later in the day. Yes, but, but early for us yes. in the weekend. I just don't want the, the friends and mothers to be confused because I just said we're doing it late. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, earlier I'm, we're doing it days earlier than we normally would. But later yeah. in the day. Yes. I just want to make sure that the friends no, and mothers understand all no this. No one cares. Uh, but I'm going on a trip without you to Palm Springs. Yeah, just you and Andy Sandberg, right? Just me and Andy Sandberg. <laughs> chilling in the pool. I remember... Um, uh, well, so you... Um, your work schedule... I don't know if we've talked about that you work like a, what they call a 410 schedule. You work... Tuesday through Friday, 10-hour days, instead of a five-day, eight-hour. Yeah. So, anyway, the point is that you always have Mondays off. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, just, let's, yeah, for the <laughs> sake of argument, you have Mondays off. Um, do you remember early pandemic, working at home at our old place, you would have Mondays off and you'd be on the couch watching movies or TV often. Yeah. And um, I would be around the corner in the dining room like working with my headphones in you know yeah and you watched palm springs the movie yes. that i was referencing yes and when it was over i asked you how it was <laughs> and you said loud yeah <laughs> that's it's just a lot that of like screaming one word review <laughs> yeah i didn't care much for that movie either i don't uh, like when loud i eventually movies. saw it uh yeah i don't like loud things um except i guess music yeah live music but i I typically like more quiet. Yeah, that's where environments. That's where Darla, our dog, gets it from. Yeah. She also likes quiet. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so but this is not a podcast about volume. Uh, Andy Samberg, Sundance movie movies. Uh, this is a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. We watch an episode of each every week. We discuss, recap, compare, contrast. We got fun segments. It's all kind of all kinds of fun stuff. Um, so this week. We are on season five, episode 11 of both shows. Uh, season five, episode 11 of Friends is called The One with All the Resolutions. And season five, episode 11 of How I Met Your Mother is called Last Cigarette Ever. We're going to put a pin in that cigarette. And we are going to start with season five, episode 11 of Friends. Again, the one with all the resolutions. So we open at the ladies' apartment and they're having a New Year's Eve party. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's almost midnight, and Monica and Chandler admit to Joey that they want to kiss at midnight, but it's going to be weird. So uh, Joey like goes around and orchestrates a bunch of people kissing each other. It's fun. Yeah. It's a yeah. fun... Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a fun moment. That's the, the opening they kiss. And then so we have the opening titles, and then we go to the... It's the, the night after. I guess the party is wrapped up, and they're cleaning up because they're not drunk somehow right right yeah <laughs> still don't i don't understand these people um and ross uh starts talking about how 1999 is gonna be his year it's like the summer of george but i was just gonna say stolen from seinfeld definitely the summer of george yeah he starts to make some raw solutions uh, <laughs> uh, uh mostly about just like being you know not getting divorced anymore and and being positive and embracing new things uh chandler doesn't so much make a resolution as he gets challenged to not make fun of the rest of the friend group yeah not make uh jokes at their expense joey wants to learn to play guitar uh monica challenges rachel to not be a gossip mm -hmm. um phoebe and monica don't make any monica endeavors to take more pictures of herself that's and right. her friends that's and right. phoebe wants to fly a plane <laughs> that's right i'll see you never than i do <laughs> she hangs out at the airport just waiting for someone to leave a, a plane unattended a plane yeah. unattended. remember when that guy did that yeah i mean he died sadly yeah. but like yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. That like. So you actually could do that. I mean. Yeah. He stole a plane and he took off and yeah. flew around. Yeah. And then he crashed and died. Yeah. Um, but he like did a barrel roll. And yeah. the whole time he was like talking to the tower. Like. Yeah. It's chilling. The entire but, adventurer community is at a loss. <laughs> okay. But this was, this was just like a guy. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. That's such a strange story. Um. Anyway, 
so those are all the things. Uh, next day at the perk, we finally get to the perk. Oh, uh, Ross has gotten some digits. You yeah. know, he's so money and he doesn't even know it. Um, it's almost it, kind of like Summer of George when he like goes and hits on the woman at Monk's. Well, that's, I think that's you're opposite. confusing the opposite. That's opposite, yeah, okay. The opposite, which is one of my favorite episodes yeah. ever. Because I love George. Um, His order? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tuna <laughs> milk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chicken's not the opposite of tuna. Salmon's the opposite of tuna, because salmon swim against the, screen, the, the current, and the tuna swim with it. Good for the tuna. No, but I like when he goes to the movie theaters, and he tell, the theater, and those guys are talking to the movie, and he yells at him, and he's just like, you don't believe me? <laughs> take you outside and I'll show you what it's like I would love it it's so great yeah um and a cup of tea (laughs) (laughs) Jason Alexander what a great performance um okay so but uh Ross has asked out a girl her last name is Hornswoggle yeah and uh Chandler is champing at the bit to make fun of it yeah and and this, this becomes his thing the whole episode it reminded me of you and I are both fans of uh, the best show with Tom Sharpling. Yeah. Do you remember when he used to do the Tom Can't Complain yes. episodes? Yes. People yes. would call in and try to annoy him. Yes. And if he would com- if he complained, he had to donate money to charity. Yeah, he ended up donating quite a bit <laughs> yeah, to charity. Yeah, because he couldn't hold his tongue. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so meanwhile, to perk, Phoebe's teaching Joey the Phoebe method of playing guitar, which is not the names of chords, but just like sort of the shape your hand makes yeah. when you make them. Um Rachel's excited because she um, she comes home from a whole day of work. She, she didn't gossip. This is back at the apartment. So we get back to the apartment. Um, Joey went to the guitar store and touched a guitar, and Phoebe's mad about that. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? Um, okay, so now Ross comes in where he has been with him, and he's wearing leather pants. Uh, and um, obviously Chandler can't make fun of him and really wants to um i guess he's leaving ben with the ladies to babysit ben while he goes on a date with ms hornswoggle yes so he's at ms hornswoggles and there's a funny bit and i mean it's supposed to be funny i didn't think it was that funny about she has a leather couch and he's wearing leather pants and yeah. it makes funny move noises when he moves around yeah uh so then he goes into uh, to the bathroom turns out he's like sweating sweat or he's sweltering bacon boiling sweltering I'm sweating here. Um, Friends and mothers, name that. Yeah, scene. name that movie. Uh, um, uh, I I know people. Da, St- da, da, Steph knows da, that movie. Da, da, yeah. Da, um, da. All right. Uh, so he goes in the bathroom and he pulls down the leather pants just to like air himself out or whatever. Yeah. Which got this? Sorry if this is gross, right? Uh-huh. But like. Was Ross hoping to get some that night, and how disgusting would that have been from his hornswoggle to go Ugh. down to that area that's been like encased in sweat? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, uh, swamp balls, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, I don't think Miss Hornswoggle would like that, but no. I feel like that wasn't even top of Ross's mind. He was just like. Trying to look cool and they're trying to do new things. Yeah. He wanted a pair of pants that smelled nice. Yeah. Which is funny. Like, he talks about, like, the leather store by his office and that it always smells nice. Yeah. And you and I like to go to Solvang a yeah. lot. And I love the leather store there. I've never bought anything, but I just love walking past it or walking into it because it smells amazing. Yeah. You know? It smells like death. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, but then, so he gets takes them off, but he can't pull them back on. They're too tight. Um, but he also gets like an inner monologue, which was also stolen from Seinfeld. I guess. Lots of shows yeah. have done inner monologues, yeah. I guess. Uh, Joey, it turns out, uh, cheated on the Phoebe way of uh, learning guitar. He looked up what the chords actually are because she yeah. hears him muttering like G sharp yeah. when he's, she's he's supposed to be making him. the iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then Joey says he's going to find a guitar teacher which immediately reminded me of uh any new yorkers among the friends and mothers um well no do you know but now do you know about um dan smith will teach you guitar is that like a public access no it was a i don't know if he still does it but it was a guy in new york city who put flyers up all over the city okay that was like 
for like cheap guitar lessons. Okay. And they said Dan Smith will teach you guitar. Um, Do you remember that infomercial? It was like guitar by Esteban. Was it no. Esteban or Esteban plays guitar? I don't remember that. It was like kind of a similar thing, but it, you like sent in for like a video and like, I don't know, music to yeah. learn. Yeah. Um, Esteban. So then the next plot point is weirdly one of the most dated <laughs> because it has to do with Rachel goes to make a phone call and picks up the phone. Yeah. But Monica is already on the line with, with Chandler, Chandler. Which obviously is like, uh, you couldn't, I mean, that's not a, it's not something that happens anymore. Yeah. You know, no one has landlines anymore. Um, but she hears Although Monica. I think landlines are coming back. Gen Z nostalgia? Yeah. Kind of like how we were into Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. <laughs> that was our, like... Well, uh, I think it's, like, because, like, they want something that's, like, not going to be constant, like, spam. And I think there's, like, a return to a simpler time. It's, like... Good for them. Artisanal phone calls. No, oh, yeah. That's one way to think of it. Um, so... Rachel hears Chandler and Monica dirty talking on the phone. Yeah. So she, now she knows. Now she knows. Right? Uh, but before we get to that, Ross uh, pulls out his cell phone. Because yep. he's a hip, uh, younger person, yep. I guess. And calls Joey from the bathroom. Joey walks him through some steps and gets him powdered up and lotioned up. None of it works. He's making a complete mess of his, uh, uh, his, his, his legs. Uh, his gams. His, he's, uh, Ross has hairy gams, like does, I do. He does have hairy gams. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Happy to see some Harry Gam uh, representation. Yeah, out there. Uh, Joey just hangs up on Ross because Rachel comes over, and then but Rachel can't tell Joey what she has just learned because she's yeah. vowed not to gossip. Yeah. Um, and Chan- and and Joey um, doesn't want to hear it anyway because he's already keeping one too many secrets, and and so he's like putting his fingers in his ears and closing his eyes and yelling. And then Chandler comes home and picks up. A rooster? The rooster, yeah. But I thought they or had the, a, the chicken. But it's a that this was a rooster, right? No, it was a chicken. That was a chicken. But it had the thing. It well, did. What is the? I know there's a name for the. Well, it's the chicken, the duck. So it has to be. A, I know, but this looked like a, maybe it was a rooster. A rooster. Um, it's called a waddle. Yeah. <laughs> I swear it had a waddle. Yeah. Um. That's, I was very confused by that. I thought, it was, did they get a new pet? Um, oh, did they realize that the chick was actually a rooster? I think you're getting confused with oh. uh, Please Like Me, which you've already talked about that great episode. Oh, no, I like was me. getting confused with Seinfeld. Then who's having sex with the chickens? <laughs> <laughs> They're all chickens. That's the rooster voice. has sex at home. That's perverse. That's perverse. <laughs> uh, no, we talked about the great episode of Please Like Me where they... Realize one of their chickens Maybe. is a rooster, yeah. and then they realize if they give it back, it's just going to be killed. So they decide, to well, we'll it. honor it by making Coco Van. And uh, uh, Caitlin Stacy, I can't remember the character's name. And no one else is like ballsy enough to slit the chicken's throat, but Caitlin Stacy does it. And they make Coco Van, and they sing Adele because the chicken's name was Adele. They sing uh, Someone Like You or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please Like Me is a great show. Coco Van is the best episode of that show. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, Miss Horn- Hornswoggle gets Ross to just come out of the bathroom. He comes up with his pants bundled up in front of his junk. and He's all powdered up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like tarred yeah. and feathered, basically. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just thought of something. Okay. Um, and, uh, it, oh, yeah, it reminded me that he's like kind of... Do you think Miss Hornswoggle thought Ross was doing the naked man? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, so then we get back to the ladies' apartment. Apparently Ross came all the way home pantsless in January. Yeah. And he's just so distraught, but he finds out that like Ben drew a picture of him as a cowboy, and he's going to go kiss Ben goodnight, even though he's like talked and lotioned up and pantsless. That's, but he's just like... Fine. Yeah. Um, but it is weird that he's got talcum lotion all over his legs um 
Anyway, uh, so everybody leaves for different reasons. Like you said, Phoebe's going to go hang out at the airport and try and steal a plane. But, she, um, but it's raining and she hates to fly in the rain. Yeah, that's right. So everybody leaves uh, and Monica and Chandler leave to go do laundry, which I didn't mention earlier. That was what that's code. For what me. Rachel overheard on the phone was that laundry yeah. was code for uh, making, making whoopee. Um, so uh, so Rachel and Joey are alone and they both like Rachel knows something she wants to tell Joey. Joey knows something that he can't tell Rachel. They eventually figure out that they both know the same thing yeah. and they're finally able to Joey's finally able to talk about it with someone but then Phoebe comes back um, and there's a joke so they leave they make an excuse to go leave and yeah. Phoebe's like I bet they're doing it yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah. uh, and then the tag at the end is at the perk Chandler is like I'm gonna lose this bet so he just like goes on the line making fun of people Yeah. <laughs> and then it ends Yeah. and then he lets out a big sigh of relief yeah. so that's the episode do you have any of the stray observations or should we move on to funniest moments um. Mm, let's move on to funniest moments. Okay, I liked um. Uh, the raw solution. I am gonna make myself happy, and Chandler pre-bet <laughs> says, "Do you want us to leave you alone?" Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. I mean, um, the the whole entire scene in the bathroom was funny when um. When Ross is trying to get, like, get help, like, he's eliciting help from Joey. Yeah. And when he says, like, out of desperation, like, the lotion and the talk have turned into a paste. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) When Joey says he went to the guitar store and Phoebe's like, did you touch a guitar? Yeah. And he says, no. And she says, give me your hands. (laughs) And she smells one of his hands and goes, strings. Yeah, yeah. Just the whole naming strategy of like bear claw, turkey leg, old lady, and then um, when Joey is learning, she says like, "Give me an old lady," and then she says, "You nailed the old lady." Oh, oh, and like catches herself, and they both laugh. Um, well, you mentioned Monica taking pictures when <laughs> Monica tries to get a picture of Phoebe and Joey, like learning the things and they're like doing their weird poses yeah. and they're trying to like look natural for the camera and yeah. posing. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, I know you laughed out loud when, um, so Ross is great at physical comedy when he slaps himself on the forehead. We had to rewind it. Yeah. He's it again. trying to pull up his leather pants. Yeah. They get stuck and his yeah. right hand comes free and hits him right in the forehead. And yes, I went back and watched it again. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, what else? Speaking of people posing, I also like in the middle of Phoebe and, Joey arguing Monica like sets up the camera and goes and stands between them while they're yelling at each other and like smiles for the camera yeah she does like a timer yeah um when they're trying to like fuck with Chandler to not make fun of yeah Hornswoggle Joey's like oh where's your date somewhere funny I'll bet (laughs) (laughs) um when when Ross, when Joey hangs up on Ross, because Rachel comes in, she goes, "Joey, I have a problem," and he goes, "Well, your timing's great. I've been putting out fires all over the place today." <laughs> yeah, I had that as well. Um, when Chandler accepts the bet to not make fun of people, um, Chandler, in a very Chandler way, says, uh, "Paying me fifty bucks can be the new thing you do today." Yeah, making fun of Ross yeah. for his uh, challenge or his yeah. resolution. Yeah. Um, my last one uh, was the first time Joey's finally allowed to touch a guitar. He stands up, he picks it up by the neck, and he goes to <laughs> strum it, and immediately just like throws it to the ground. Yeah, he has no like strap on or anything, so yeah. it just falls directly. And then to the he's ground. like, "But was my cord?" And she's like, "No, no, it wasn't right." Yeah. Um, and then we already talked about um, when Joey's doing his very childless, childish la 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 yeah. on the rooster or chicken. In the face. Like, yeah. it's funny that Chandler thought to do that Yeah, in that moment. Yeah, Chandler's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. He's the funny guy. Um, <laughs> real quick, uh, props to the props department. We got some Ots apple juice. There was a little <laughs> sticker over the M. <laughs> and then mazel to the magna, there's a hot cup of joe, a steamy cup of joe. Oh. Um, also, 
Um, do you remember the brand Guiltless Gourmet? Yeah. We've talked about it before yeah. for this show, but there were Guiltless Gourmet tortilla chips. And I'm wondering if it was That's like right. a resolution that people are like, we should start eating healthier. Let's yeah. get some healthy snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember you telling me like you went to the gym because you went to the gym all the time, but like the first the first like day after Monday after the holidays or whatever, the gym would always be like packed. packed. Yeah. 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 And it would taper off like end of January. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we move on to friends, but make it fashion? Yeah. Okay. Look, maybe I'm like Ross, a dork and a loser, but I thought he looked cool in the yellow pants or yellow pants, the leather pants yeah. and the billowy blouse. And I still like his, Longer wavy hair. I thought he looked cool. Yeah, he looked real douchey. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and steal his look. I think. Um, okay. <laughs> You're just like moving past. Like, yeah, I'm like, eh, I, I can't imagine it, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Joey has like a bizarro like black flag shirt. It's not a black flag shirt, oh, but yeah, it has yeah. like it had like the squares, bar, like four the squares. squares. That are, like yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing, our uh, other thing I have is I. I liked Monica's hair in this episode, the way it was all like braided and pinned. I didn't. I don't know how you. I don't know things about hairstyles, but she looked kind of like, I don't know, hippie-ish in a way. Like it was like braided in the sides and mm-hmm. like. What I thought was strange about Monica was, it was clearly the following day that they were all at the perk, and she was wearing the same clothes, but everyone else, were wearing different clothes. Maybe she spent the night in Chandler's room. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, Miss Hornswoggle was wearing a crushed velvet dress, very of the era. Yeah, yeah. And um, at one point, Phoebe's wearing like a black tasseled, uh, what is it called? Like a sheath or a wrap? Sure, a shawl? A shawl, yeah. yeah. Um, a pashmina? <clears throat> no, a no, shawl. A shawl. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You shouldn't wear such tight shawls. It's from The Simpsons. <laughs> there's there's a rampant <laughs> sexual harassment at the old folks' home, and the one old guy says, the ladies shouldn't wear such tight shawls. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, should we go under the umbrella? Yeah, I don't have anything. What do you have under the umbrella? Okay, so they start by, they're watching TV, which is not really, like, it's the ball dropping at um, Times Square. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ross's physical comedy. Um, oh, right. Fun, fun pairings, like when they decide at the beginning to match up with the kisses. I know. It, well, it made me sad because you know I'm a Phoebe Joey shipper. Right. That's... That's my OTP. But when Joey told Phoebe um, that Ross wants to kiss her, she's like, it's so obvious. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Animal actors we don't like, but we like the animals. Um, Being creepy with friends. Joey, like, kissing Rachel and then asking, like, if it did anything for her. Right. Yeah. Uh, Rachel has some nipples that we can see. Mm -hmm. Um, And then kind of Joey being... He's a creep, but he's also a good friend. So he orchestrates the whole kissing thing to allow yeah. Monica and Chandler to have their yeah. New Year's Eve kiss. Yeah. All right. Well, um, should we take a quick break? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're back from our quick break, and uh, we are ready to dive in to Season 5, Episode 11 of How I Met Your Mother, one, uh, Last Cigarette Ever. Natalie, take it away. Okay, so we start with Robin <clears throat> working for Come On, Get Up, New York, and um, the joke that no one, none of her friends actually watch the show, and the show's kind of like a failure, even though she's excited that Don Frank, who we've gotten snippets before, is going to be her new yeah. co-anchor. Yeah, he was in an episode... Well, basically, what we see at the beginning of this episode of her, him, like, introducing himself to her was at the end of the episode yes. about, um, I can't remember what the episode was called, but where everyone's saying, like, Robin's going to get married or because she says she's not looking for a relationship type of thing. Right. So, yeah. more to come with Don Frank. Um, so, Robin is, like, very excited, but also, like, stressed out. And so, she comes into the apartment and then, like, needs to smoke a cigarette on the roof. And, of course, what? Ted is telling his kids 
And they're like, what? And then Marshall bums one off of her and they say, what? Yeah. They can't believe it. Props to the How I Met Your Mother writers for anticipating just how much young people in America would come to hate cigarettes. Yeah, it's stupid. But it's like, I mean, I guess Ted's kids would be post-Gen Z, right? Because it's the year 2030, so they wouldn't have been, they're like... They wouldn't have been born until, like, 2015, 2020, right? Right, yeah. So they're post-Gen Z. But Gen Z Americans, as we know, don't really smoke. What's after Gen Z? Well, we don't Alpha? know yet. Or We don't know they, yet. I think there's a name for it. Uh, I think it's whack that we settled on Gen Z. I, like, I thought that was a, a placeholder. <laughs> you know? Because it all comes from, like, what? You're, the, the thing about you is that you're two generations after Gen X. There's nothing, like... There should be something specific. I've heard it's also like Zoom, like Z for Zoom. like Because they went to school on Zoom? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like the Zoom yeah, generation? Maybe. But um, what, was I, what, what were we saying? Um, oh, yeah, I was saying about how Gen Z Americans don't smoke, but that's not true in the rest of the world. A lot of other places, young people still smoke. It's just America, they really hate it. So who even knows how much whatever's after Gen Z? Uh, yeah, friends and mothers, what's... what's What's after Gen Z? Let's get on. Let's get our foot in the door. Let's get on the ground floor of naming the next generation, the yes. generation that's going to make Gen Z feel old. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Remember when we? Well, I guess you're like an Xennial. Yeah. But I can say I remember when we as millennials, because I'm an elder millennial. I'm like the oldest you can be and be a millennial, right? I thought I was. Oh, maybe you are. Um. Uh. Like I remember when we were still the new thing, and we thought. Like, millennials kept on thinking they were young until Gen Z a few years ago was old enough to start making fun of them, yeah. you know, for yeah. side parts and for being chuggy and, like, all the things that they make fun of yeah. <laughs> millennials for. So I can't wait until... Wearing skinny jeans, which, yeah. like, I still I still do yeah. wear skinny jeans. Um, I don't. Uh, but I never really did. Um but there are not, I'm not saying there aren't chuggy things about me. There are plenty of chuggy things about me. But I've never used the cry laughing emoji. That's another one they hate. Well, I do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've never said, like, I did a thing. Or we did a thing. You know? I, I do all the time. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't say that. Uh, but and what I'm saying is I can't wait until Gen Z is made to feel old. Yeah. That'll be so so much fun for me. Yeah. So, yeah, friends and mothers, what is, what's after, what's after Gen Z? Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, I totally derailed that. Yeah. So we get a flashback from uh, to 1991 Minnesota summer, and it's like snowing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. Marshall, you kind of took away my. That's a funny. One of my funniest moments yeah. because it just says like 1991 or whatever, and it's not until his friend is the, who's trying to peer pressure him is like, "Come on, Marshall, it's summer vacation." <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the friend is peer pressuring pressuring Marshall. And then Marshall agrees to it, and he says, like, this is, like, the first the first and last cigarette. Turns out it was the first of many last cigarettes. Um, and the reason why Marshall is wanting to stress smoke is that Artillery Arthur, uh, played by uh, our fave. The great um, Bob Odenkirk. The great Bob Odenkirk, who's the meanest boss. Um he forgot about like the screaming match that they had and now totally forgot him, which is like bad omen because he hates everybody. But if he forgets you, you're disposable and you're going to get fired. Yeah. So Marshall's kind of freaking out a little bit. Um, meanwhile, Robin is uh, being challenged by Don Frank, who is not taking his job seriously at all. And he like, he doesn't even read the teleprompter, and he says "brain fart" mm -hmm. on TV, yeah. and that bothers her. Um, then Marshall ends up smoking on the roof with Arthur, so he 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 shares that he can have two cigarettes a day, but the third one he's hooked again. So yeah. he has a third cigarette on the roof with Arthur, and but that's the third of the day. Specifically to. Get on his good side. To get on his good side. And yeah. this is where, as someone who, yes, I'm sorry, Gen Z Americans, I still smoke somewhat. Um, I really feel, watching this episode, I really feel like at least some of the writers in this show are or were smokers. It doesn't feel like it's written by people who are projecting that onto, they, they know the specifics of, of, of smoking and of being addicted to smoking. And also things like the fact that being a smoker 
uh, is is a social tool and it helps you to meet people. Um, I mean, I said before on the show now that you and I wouldn't have met if we weren't both smokers at the time. Yeah. It's true. But we grow and learn and that's the point. Yeah, I smoke a lot less than I used to. Yeah. Someday I'll get there. Yeah. That's what you keep saying. That's what you at saying. least I'm not being like Marshall and saying, all right, this is my last one ever. Right. Like, I'm not kidding myself. Right. Um, <clears throat> and the reason why Marshall doesn't want to get hooked is because it causes Lily to get to start smoking again. What? What? And so Lily is also smoking um, at Robin uh, uh, um, on the on the show, the news program. What is it called? <laughs> Come on, get up New York. Come on, get up New York. Um, Robin's saying how like this job is important for her, and she wants to be on a major network. Um, and Don Frank says, "I was on a network, and no one watches this show." Everybody smokes. Everyone wears tidy whities <laughs> um, So he's trying to peer pressure her into smoking on air because no one's watching. Um, meanwhile, they're at McLaren's and they have like a laugh about... Oh, so Ted and Barney are in McLaren's not smoking and everyone else is smoking outside. And yeah. they're like, I don't like this divide in the group. Do you remember when everyone smoked inside and it was just like a cloud of smoke and they couldn't see yeah. the hot girl at the bar? I'm sorry I keep interrupting, but like I have so much to say about this episode you as really, a smoker. You really do. I'm trying to get through this. Um, but so you are a Californian, mm-hmm. which means by the time you were old, am I right by that by the time you were old enough to go to bars, there already wasn't smoking in bars in California. Is that right? That is correct. But yeah. you could smoke in restaurants. I remember like... A smoking section in a restaurant. But, yeah, okay. But that was when you before you were old enough to drink, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, now you can't smoke in, you can't even smoke in a bar in New Orleans of all places, yeah. which is insane. I feel like we've but, had this conversation multiple times yeah. on well, this podcast. Yeah, it's, a, it's, but I, I've been doing another podcast for 17 years, like you repeat yourself all the time. Yeah. Um, I lived in Chicago where you could still smoke in bars. So um, I do have memories of, it wasn't actually like that because smoke actually rises you know but i do have memories of bars like the top foot of the of air in the room would just be smoke clinging to the the ceiling yeah um yeah every time you interrupt it derails me where i am in my notes so now i don't know what okay oh okay this is what the listeners want not for us to have a conversation but for us each to recite our notes while the other sits silently i've told you how difficult the recap is for me so you know that i'm already like coming at it from a place of difficulty i know that but this isn't like an assignment this is a it's a podcast. We're kind of having a conversation. But I can't, like, flow in a conversation when I have a task. There's a task at hand. Okay. Okay. Look, the rules. <laughs> um, okay. So then um, Ted and Barney are like, let's go smoke, too. What? Um, so Barney smokes on a, on a few occasions when he's um, pre-coital, post-coital for a birthday. They're Germans. Or for a pregnancy scare. What do you have? Oh, around sailboats. What do you have to say about that? Nothing. Okay. And then why does Ted start smoking? I think he just did. He just did. Okay. So he did too. So they're all smoking outside. Um, And then we see the the repercussions. So they're all like hacking. They can't get up the stairs. Lily has like, whose voice is Lily? Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein and she keeps like um, just kind of like um, leaning into it like yeah. Dolph hey Dolph face yeah. <laughs> um, I got a little bit sick of it to be honest like I know it was supposed to be really funny and it was funny at first but then I think it just got kind of yeah. hmm. I like it because I like Harvey Firestein um, uh, oh yeah and then um, Arthur has a heart attack and says, like, call 911, Michael. And he's like, um, it's actually yeah. Marshall. Um, Marshall wants to go back 13 years, wants to go back to himself 13 years and punch him in the stomach. He does. <laughs> they all decide to quit. Um, Robin, again, wants to take the job seriously. She's interviewing the mayor, and she's stressed out, so she needs to smoke. 
And then Ted is like, well, no, you're like interviewing Bloomberg. He's the anti-smoke mayor. Um, and then they all decide to quit. 26 hours later, they're all like unraveling and fighting. Yeah. Um, Robin tells uh, Don he's a loser on the air. And then he like he tries to pressure her into smoking um, and says, like, if you care about us smoking, call this number. And then it turns out that Marshall calls and they're all watching, which is really sweet because yeah. they never did before. Yeah. Um, the mayor canceled. Um, uh, and then they all are hanging out on the roof. And then they said, okay, this is our last cigarette. And then Ted explains, like, this isn't their last cigarette. And he describes when Bob everyone's... Bob Saget Ted. Bob Saget Ted yeah. explains what everyone's last cigarette is. We get Rufus Wainwright's cigarettes and chocolate milk. Yeah. Uh, which is a little on the nose, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, and we learn that uh, Ted's actual last cigarette is two weeks into dating their mother. Yeah. Which is interesting. Sweet. Um so Marshall wants to apologize to his younger self. So he's time traveling again like he did in the last episode. Yeah. Um, so he wants to apologize to his younger self and says, like, hey, look, kid, like, this is going to be your future wife. And it's a photo of Lily. And then 13-year-old um, Marshall goes and jacks off in the tent yeah. to Lily. Which I guess is allowed, right? Which, yeah, at first Marshall's like, don't. Oh, eh, all right. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Um, and that's the end. What did I miss? Oh, okay. I can talk now. Um, uh, one of the things that stresses Marshall out is that the McRib is no longer available, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, which is interesting now because McDonald's has like, quote unquote, officially retired the McRib. I don't yeah, think that's true. Yeah. Deploy. yeah. Um, I liked it. So this episode... Last episode was a Christmas episode. This t episode is in January. It's not as specifically New Year's-y as Friends, but I don't know if you noticed when they were all outside McLaren smoking, you see someone taking a Christmas tree out There's to the still, garbage. Yeah, and yeah. there are still Christmas lights um, at McLaren's. At McLaren's. Because there usually is, like, well into January. I That's feel true, like. yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, I like. I maybe this should be in similarities, but it's not the same episode. But um, we can wait till because I sometimes do that with some. OK, then I'll wait. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably forget, but I'll wait. Um, it's clear. I, I couldn't catch the name of the fake cigarette brand. There um, were so many. So props to the okay. props department. Everyone had their own brand. Well, I noticed that lilies were green. So does that mean Lily smokes menthols? Um, maybe because usually a green cigarette pack means menthols. Some I can't think of any green cigarette packs that aren't menthol. American spirits. Because there's a green pack, a yellow pack, and a blue pack. And none of them are menthols? No. I never smoked American cigarettes. They, I, I tried. They were gross. American spirits? I loved them. They were my brand for a while. It's very crunchy granola of you. Yeah. Yeah. Give me that uh, <laughs> chemical. <laughs> you know, I, want, I, I, I don't want to. I want to taste the chemicals, I guess. Yeah. I'm still a Parliament Light smoker to this day. I was also a Lucky Lights and then a Winston Lights. Okay. And then I liked Parliament, I think, later on because it was, it was cheap. Yeah, I mean, when I was like a freshman in college, Parliaments would often be buy one, get one. Yeah. And I think that's kind of how I started. And then I became obsessed with the recessed filter. Mm -hmm. So it's actually like, I know most people don't care about this, but smoking Parliaments has actually affected the way that I smoke. I ash pretty much between every drag because with the recessed filter, you can do that. There are times when, like, oh, the gas station's out of Parliament's and I smoke Camel Lights or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, ashing after every drag, I always end up ashing the cherry off no matter how tight I pack it. But with the recessed filter, uh, you have that little give so you can – so I ash constantly when I when I smoke because I've been smoking Parliament Lights since I was 18. Uh, okay, should we go to funniest? Wait, um, no, I have more th more stuff. Oh. Uh, oh, I guess the only other thing I had was, yeah, yeah. there's a Rufus Wainwright song, and I just wanted to mention that Rufus Wainwright recently put out an entire album of, like, old folk covers with mm -hmm. a bunch of different guests, and mm -hmm. it's really good. Uh, but one of them I was telling you about 
is he does Cotton Eyed Joe oh, right. with Shaka Khan. Right. Which is like, all of that is crazy. Yeah. But it's also, those of us of a certain age, you know, elder millennials, exennials, that sort of thing, um, we know the song Cotton Eyed Joe because of the really ridiculous Swedish dance, the rednecks, you know. Yeah. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Uh, and so Rufus Wainwright and Shaka Khan singing it very slowly and very beautifully. My cotton and Joe. Almost sounds like a joke. Like, I had to listen to it multiple times to get that out of my head and actually just enjoy the song because it kept making me want to laugh. Yeah. But good album. I think it's called Folkocracy, okay. which is not a great title. No. Uh, let's move on to Funniest Moments. Okay. Um, we get flashbacks of Robin um, smoking in, like, funny situations. So she's smoking when she's eating when she's doing yoga when she's brushing her teeth yeah yeah that you took one of mine so uh and also we also already talked about marshall's flashback being during the summer even though it was snowbound so i'll say my funniest moment is artillery author yes. has a cute dog that he's obsessed with yes. and at one point he opens up his like dress shirt to see that he's wearing a t-shirt with <laughs> his dog's face imprinted on it and then he tells marshall to scratch, chin. To scratch under the chin and marshall's like scratching bob odenkirk's like sternum yeah and then bob odenkirk goes Woof. <laughs> <laughs> um when we are introduced to Don Frank, um, one of his previous shows was Wakey Wakey Beaverton. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, another Don Frank thing, he's he's late. He says, sorry I'm late. Someone used the microwave and the elevator stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of relatable in our... Relatable in our kitchen, yeah. electric panel in our, yeah, <laughs> for our kitchen. It's a problem. Um, one of the stories that Robin has to read for this news that no one's watching, she just starts... A plucky raccoon cheers up patience, and then she's cut off. Yeah, I love that because I, I put that was my last one too, um, because we taught we covered like the Harvey Firestein voice and how, how much I liked it and everything. But yeah, I liked that, that was like she's like, no, I am not gonna give up like Don has. I'm gonna take this job seriously. A, A plucky, plucky raccoon. raccoon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we, or I say, can we move on to How I Met Your Mother but make it fashion? I got nothing. Um, I mean, Robin has a terrible layered coat. She really does at the end there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, throughout the whole episode, she's oh, wearing it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I definitely noticed it when she was standing up on the roof and everyone else was sitting down. Why it, would anyone want that? Is bad. Yeah. Um, we talked about props. Okay, let's go into the umbrella. Okay, what do you got? Um, we get a wait for it, pregnancy scare. Yeah. Well, yeah, That's he one says, of the final well, reasons. He says, yeah, he's the same like, yeah, post-coital, coital, pre-coital, on a sailboat, with Germans, yeah. or wait for it, because God knows I have pregnancy scare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, time traveling and flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what else? That's it. That's all I have. Okay. Me too. Okay. What's the, point out the similarities. This okay. Is, this is so, where now I mean, he shines. <laughs> a lot of pressure kind Sorry. of resolutions in both episodes yeah that's true that's um, true and also accepting challenges so challenge accepted right. by all the friends yep um making bets among friends mm-hmm. and having like rules um okay so like you said not in both episodes but certainly a theme of the show calling a friend on a date from the bathroom yes yeah both shows do that um people being pantsless so ross when he comes out to um in hornswoggle's mm-hmm. apartment he's pantsless and when he crosses new york i guess yeah um and then don also being pantsless yeah so i had yeah i had pantsless and tidy whities because i'm yeah it looks like ross is wearing tidy whities <clears throat> i guess um, um, and I have one more. Uh, I have, well, uh, real quick, you mentioned Ross, like, crossing New York pantsless. Uh, I assume he was cold out there, and the How I Met Your Mother gang talked about how cold it was. Yeah. Because they had to go outside to smoke. Right. Yeah. Um, and then finally, um, the idea of an undercover smoker. So, remember Chandler is yep. a secret smoker? Yep. Yeah. And then have we gotten to Rachel? I don't think so. Okay. So smoking with a boss will be something that okay. Rachel has to contend with. Okay. Um, the only one I had that, uh, that I was going to say earlier, because it's not the same episode, but it's weirdly back to, like, last week on Friends, 
Phoebe tried to put out a fire by grabbing someone's oh, coffee and it was call. actually booze yes. here. Yes. Robin tries to put out Don's cigarette in his coffee and great it catches one. fire because it's booze. That's a great one. Yeah. Great one. Crazy that it happened so close together. <clears throat> yeah. It would be really crazy if it had been the same like week. That would have yeah. been amazing. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm dreading this. Absolutely dreading this next this next uh, segment. Okay. We have to play favorites. Three, two, one, How friends. I Met Your Mother. It pains me to say it. This Friends episode was hilarious. It was so funny. So funny. And, like, very classic. But I I guess I, like, kind of went to my thesis statement of How I Met Your Mother being more realistic and relatable and actually seeming like these people are young people who live in New York City. Or not, I mean, they're in their 30s, but, you know, they're... Just because they smoke and drink? It's not just because they smoke and drink. It's the fact that the show, like, doesn't treat it as, like, some alien thing. Like, it, again, is written by people who actually have lived... It feels like it's written by people who have actually lived these kinds of lives. On top of that, it also is a very funny episode. There's a lot of funny stuff that happens in this How I Met Your Mother. But it was just... It spoke directly to me. Um, so kind of, I, I guess I am breaking my rule, my guideline, that... Usually whatever show I have the most funniest moments is the one that I like the best of the week. I, I have four, I have more funniest moments for friends. But uh, this episode of How I Met Your Mother just really like bolstered my overall <laughs> claims and, and uh, depi- uh, in, in, uh, uh, ideas about what these two shows are. Okay. Should we catch up on our correspondence? Oh, yeah. Uh, we don't have much, but luckily... <laughs> Uh, we don't have much, um, but <laughs> luckily I missed one last week, so Ooh. we have uh, one from last week uh, when I get to uh, um, when I get to the emails. But first, I want to get to uh, Jackson says incorrectly that uh fireflies by owl city rules and that i am wrong um jackson i think you need to listen to that song again it is very very bad to each their own yeah that's true that's true yeah uh everything's subjective yeah i mean especially art yeah art is subjective some people like the red hot chili peppers a lot of people do i mean i can't imagine I've never met one of Tons those people. Of people. Yes, you have. But, um, <laughs> You've met many. But I know some people like like them. Um, okay, so the one I missed last week was from Steph, um, who <clears throat> was responding to what we said about New York. Uh, she said, in 2019, I took the immigrant food tour of the Lower East Side, and it was a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. We sampled dumplings in Chinatown, authentic mozzarella and cannoli in Little Italy, and visited Yona Schimmel's for <gasps> knishes. The last kosher bakery in the country that still makes knishes in house. My first knish was just okay, so I don't know if Natalie was missing much or not. <gasps> One can order from Goldbelly. Yeah, they had that in the window, yeah. sign in their window that you could order from Goldbelly. Yeah. In fact, when we were there, it was December and the store was all abuzz packing up knishes for holiday delivery. So, in conclusion, yay immigrants. This country is richer for all different ways, including food, that you have contributed. Agreed. That's correct. Agreed stuff. So, that was from last week that I missed. Um, and then Steph wrote again this week. Uh, I would die of starvation before I pulled anything from the trash in my workplace. (laughs) Um, Because Steph works in like a hospital. So yeah, I wouldn't eat from a hospital trash can. Uh, If it were anything else, a delicious chocolatey eclair would be pretty tempting. Uh, As far as apple of her eye, pink lady if available, then gala with red delicious being the last resort. And I remember those horrible things being in my lunchbox every day in elementary school to the garbage it went being the groceries were like five cents when I was young. Yeah. Uh, Steph says I'm visiting Chicago next month for a weekend, staying near the Navy pier. What are the activities and restaurants that are not to be missed? I have spotted a museum devoted to the Gilded Age. I will definitely plan to see first. I mean, staying near. Okay. With the caveat that I have not been to Chicago in over a decade, and I haven't lived there since 2005. So I don't necessarily know everything. Um, I don't know. On the Navy Pier, I don't know if it's still there. There used to be a stained glass museum on the Navy Mm. Pier that I went to, actually, like, went to on my own, and then, like, took my mom when she came to visit because I thought it was so cool. Um, I don't know if that's still there. Uh, I mean, that, that area is, like... 
touristy and you know i don't know what to tell you about unfortunately i i would have told you to eat at um heaven on seven um but it closed uh during the pandemic and never opened i think Did uh, we go to heaven? no um but i had been it was a um like a New Orleans themed, like a Cajun Creole restaurant, right? Um, in the sort of uh, Magnificent Mile area. I almost said Miracle Mile, but that's here, right? <laughs> yes. Miracle Mile is here in Los Angeles. Magnificent Mile is uh, Chicago. So there used to be, uh, and you would think it's called Heaven on Seven. You'd think it must be on 7th Street, right? Or 7th Avenue? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was called Heaven on Seven because it was on the seventh floor. <laughs> Of a, Interesting. Of, of a, yeah, it was, it, it was uh, that was a great restaurant, but uh, yeah, coincidentally, I just happened to be looking it up. Like, I was literally just like idly thinking, like, oh, I wonder if Heaven on Seven Seven's still going. I liked that place and found that they closed because of COVID, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I, I really, uh, yeah, look at the stained glass, let's see if the stained glass museum is there. I will say there. that the Field Museum is my favorite natural history museum that I've ever been to. It's great. It's great. Spend a whole day there if you are into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you really like it more than the New York Natural History Museum? I do. Yeah, I like I like New York better. Um, but yeah, the few museums doing great. Say hi to Sue, the uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Her name's yeah. Sue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the few museum, but I mean that's not right by the Navy Pier, but that's close enough. You know, it's a lot of places you can you can get to. But yeah, I don't know. I would also say ask someone who knows Chicago better than I do because it's been a long time. Um, we liked uh, the girl and the goat. Yeah. Which now there's an LA location we, yeah, as well. We've been to the LA location just <clears throat> for drinks. We haven't mm-hmm. eaten there. But we had I had my thirtieth birthday dinner at the Girl and the Goat in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Um I ate some beef tartare, which was delicious. Where else did we oh we went to that Greek restaurant that was really good. Yeah, I don't remember what that was called. Okay. Yeah. That was just we were going to see a friend's like improv show and there was a Greek place like near there, so we went there and it yeah, was really good. It was very good. Um Okay. So that's, uh, I think that's our correspondence. Let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world in the days these episodes aired. So season five, episode 11 of Friends, the one with all the resolutions, aired on Thursday, January 7th, 1999, um, which this says is Orthodox Christmas. I don't know what that means. Um, I didn't look it up. Um, The trial, the impeachment trial of President Clinton begins in the Senate on this day. Yep. That's a pretty big deal, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't have any other thoughts about that. Yeah. Watch the Ryan Murphy show that he did. Did you watch that? I didn't, no. Neither did I. Uh, we both watched the OJ one, the OJ, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. <clears throat> Top five songs in the U.S. on this day. At number five, Divine Lately. At number four, Britney Spears, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Um, I... This summer, this is January, this summer of 1999, I worked at Six Flags St. Louis, um, but not in the park. I worked specifically for the amphitheater, um, help like helping set up. and uh, So I wouldn't work like a regular shift. I would like work one day a week, but it would be all day, like mm-hmm. 6 a.m. to midnight. Wow. You know, so I would help load in um, and help the roadies for whatever the touring act was that week set up. And then... If it were with certain shows, I would get to, like, run the spotlight, you know? Usually they would, because I was new, they didn't let me do that for the bigger shows, like Weird Al or whatever. doesn't that seem like a child labor? I don't I mean, think... I mean, I was... I was 16. Yeah, it's still a child. I mean, you can work at 16, though. I know. Are you talking about those hours? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Um, the only thing I cared about it was, like, um, Six Flags is, like, even though I was not visible to the park's guests six flags at the time i don't know if they still are was really strict about presentation mm. so male employees could not have facial hair and i would always make sure to shave before i showed up but if you showed up unshaven they would make you go to like where the characters like get dressed and stuff and shave your face what? yeah you could not have facial hair um anyway so I would work these days, and um, yeah, I got to work the spotlight for like Michael W. Smith, who's like a Christian actor, or whatever. But when it was like bigger names, they wouldn't let me. Uh, they let the, the more veteran people run the spotlight, uh, which usually meant at that case, in those cases, I just got to watch the show. So I just got to like sit and watch uh, Rick Springfield or Weird Al or Britney Spears, who played that summer 
clearly the tour was booked before she became as huge as she did. Right. Because by the time that she came to St. Louis, like you're, I mean, this is January and Baby One More Time is in the top five. Yeah, it's a she big was deal. Yeah. A huge name. The biggest name that whole summer, <clears throat> easily. Um, even Alice Cooper. She's even bigger than Alice Cooper at that point. Yeah. Um, and uh, her roadies were such fucking assholes. Like somehow it had like transferred to them where they felt like they were hot shit because they were so like we you know we're the local crew who have to work with the roadies for everyone like and generally they were like cool but the 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 roadies for Britney Spears came in like immediately like yelling at people and like talking down to us they were such fucking assholes wow that was not a great day uh number three Brandy have you ever uh at number two our new favorite song Deborah Cox nobody's supposed to be here and at number one, R. Kelly, I'm Your Angel. Ugh. Season 5, episode 11 of How I Met Your Mother, Last Cigarette Ever, aired on Monday, December 14th, 2009. This was the day that Courtney Kardashian's first son, Mason Disick, was born. Mm-hmm. Did we know who the Court- Kardashians... <clears throat> like, obviously we knew who their Robert dad Kardashian. from yeah. the O.J. trial. Yeah. At what point, like, when was Kim Kardashian's, like, sex tape? What year was that? I'm trying to think if we would have known. 2005? I don't know. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, normally we throw things out to the listeners, but I kind of actually want to know the, uh, so I'm just Googling Kim Kardashian's sex tape. (laughs) And, uh. Yeah, that was probably not smart, because now I'm getting all these links to the sex tape. That's yeah, not what I wanted. That's what you want. Um, I want... Maybe I should do, like, Wikipedia Kim Kardashian? Yeah. Maybe that'll get... Because I'm not getting any details. I'm just getting links to the sex tape or yeah. whatever. Um, which I've, I've never watched a single celebrity sex tape. Um, no, me neither. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh... Sex tape, Kim Kardashian Superstar, which she filmed in 2003, but it was released in 2007. Yes. So, yes, this is 2009. We would have known who the Kardashians were. Later that in year. Fact, yeah, Keep Up With the Kardashians started in 2007. So, yeah. yeah, we would have known who, I mean, I wouldn't, but people would have known who Courtney Kardashian and Scott Disick and, okay, I, clearly I have learned something through cultural osmosis that I knew Scott Mason Disick's dad yeah. is Scott Disick. Scott Disick. I just realized I knew that. Um, so that happened on that day. Uh, so top, that happened. <laughs> so that happened. Uh, top five songs in the U.S. on that day. At number five, the terrible song Fireflies by the terrible band Owl City. Sorry, Jackson. Uh, um, at number four, uh, Replay by Ayaz. At number three, TikTok by Kesha, which I listened to this week in preparation for this. And I listened to a bunch of stuff off of that first Kesha album. I think of Kesha as one I like. But I don't think I like the early stuff. Yeah. I like the 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 later stuff, especially the um what was the last uh one she put out. Let's see. Kesha discography. Um let's see. Studio albums. Not that one. High Road or Rainbow? Which one am I thinking of? Maybe Rainbow? Yeah, I think Rainbow is the one I'm thinking of. Um, that I really liked. Oh, yeah, Praying. Okay. Praying. Yeah, so Rainbow's a great album. But yeah, going back and listening to the early stuff, it's like, I like her, I like her personality and as it comes through in the song, but I don't think the songs are all the way there. Yeah. Uh, and number two... Oh, caught in a bad romance. What an amazing song. Yeah. It's one of the best. And at number one, uh, Jay-Z's Empire State of Mind, which of course is the song about New York, concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Yeah. All right. Final segment of the show is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows, armed only with knowledge of the episode titles. First, let's see how we did last week. Um, 
I said we're going to see the friends past New Year's resolutions as well as they how they turned out. I'm expecting lots of unused gym memberships, LOL. Um, and you said, so I didn't get that. Um, you said Lilypad and Marshmallow are trying, really trying, LOL. But Lily has to give up those coffin nails first, which is... Uh, kind of like... Um, not. I don't think you got it. No, I didn't get it. Like but that was a pepper peppered in at the end. That that's when she quit. She quit the day they first started trying to have kids. Yeah. So uh, you were closer, but we don't give half points. But luckily, you're still absolutely destroying me this season. Mm-hmm. Um, four to nothing. Four to nothing. Wow. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I haven't gotten a single one. You've gotten four this year. Uh, you'd think I would have the advantage with the Friends episode titles actually, like, saying what happens in the episode. But yeah. they always, like, pick something, like, kind of vague or specific or vague or um, minor is what yeah. I was going to say. So let's move on uh, to the next one. I'm going to need you to vamp for a second. Oh. Milk, chocolate, and cornflakes bar. Mini everything bagel crackers. Okay. Patio potato chips. Season 5, episode 12 of Friends is called The One with Chandler's Work Laugh. The One with Chandler's Work Laugh. Um, Okay. Chandler has a fake laugh. He... He uses to be polite at work, and it accidentally comes out amongst the friends. Feelings are wounded. Okay? Okay. Season 5, episode 12... Of the television program that aired on CBS, How I Met Your Mother, is called Go- <laughs> Girls vs. Suits. Girls vs. Suits. Um, okay, so there's obviously going to be some sort of bet that goes on mm-hmm. between the girls and the suits. Okay. Um, is this going to, maybe it's going to be something like, um, almost like a strip poker where they have to, the, the challenge is going to be the winner somehow remains clothed. So a, a saucy game of okay a I'm gonna say the gang play a saucy game in which one someone's of gonna end up them in their birthday suit well okay end up I'm gonna change it Un- end up in the all together okay Okay. The gang play a saucy game in which one of them will end up in the all together. Okay. So we didn't have too many calls to action, but let's get some um, smoking stories. Okay. Right? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Yeah. Are you a smoker? Are you currently a smoker? Uh, how do you feel well, about yeah. smoking indoors? So, um, yeah. So our only ones are what 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 will you call the generation after Gen Z? Yeah. And yeah, smoking stories. Yeah, including smoking indoors. I was just realizing, remembering that like my first apartment that I lived in for the first three years here in Los Angeles, which was carpeted. My girlfriend at the time and I smoked inside all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's so insane. So can I tell you a little story about um, every time I say or hear the word indoors, the words indoors, <laughs> I think of um, SNL. Jeopardy with Sean Connery, and he his answer, it looks like it says indoors, but it's actually like and the wager, it, yeah, it's actually I heart boobs, yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. I knew we were going right away. Uh, 
But uh, because we're recording earlier in the week, I want to throw out some of the last weeks again that we haven't heard. Right. What's the difference between cannellini beans and Great Northern beans? Um, fuck, Mary kill, love actually while you were sleeping, and you've got mail. And again, did we kill it last week? Did we kill it? Yeah. Because I say we killed it last week. I say we kill it every week. I think we kill it this week, too, but I'm not going to keep asking. Specifically last week, season five, episode 10. Did we fucking kill it or what? Let us know. We uh, did a thing. Yeah. We killed it. We did a thing. <laughs> um, we're so chuggy. I think using the word chuggy is chuggy. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think like Gen Z used that word for like a for day a and a half. Yeah. yeah. It's over. <laughs> but it also like it does describe something so specific that I'm glad yeah. we have a word for it. Yeah. Like embarrassing millennial behavior. It's so cringe. Yeah. Yeah, it is all very, yeah, everything that's chuggy is cringe. But not everything that's cringe is chuggy. Things can be cringe for other reasons. Uh, All right, so you can find us where, you can find the podcast wherever you found it. You're already clearly expert at that. Uh, Tell your friends. Sorry, that's your line. Um, That's my line. That's my line. Yeah, yeah, people know what that's from. Um, So uh, you can find us. Where you found us, you can leave a comment for every episode. There's a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com. That's also where you can find my other podcast, Battleship Pretension. You leave a comment there. You can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You can tweet at me at Davy Pretension. Uh, I'm also at Davy Pretension on Blue Sky now. Um, I don't know if you're on Blue Sky, but uh, I'm there. And uh, that's where you can find me. Um, Natalie, please remind the friends and mothers how they can find you on the internet well they can't but if you like this episode you should rate review subscribe tell your friends tell your mothers give us a five-star review or not but let us know if it's not a five-star review just write us a review write us a review it helps yeah you have lots of calls to action Mm -hmm. um we will definitely read it yeah it's an entire damn segment Uh of this show we catch up with our correspondence yeah um until next time we'll see you at the sushi buffet in Bismarck. (laughs) Ha 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 ha!